Welcome to Bibli Audio, the Potsdam Public Library podcast. Every week, we take a look at the latest from the Potsdam Public Library, improving lives through information, education, and recreation since 1887. This is the Deep Dive Discussions podcast, a segment of Bibli Audio podcasts at the Potsdam Public Library in Potsdam, New York. My name is Maggie McKenna, and I am the Adult Program Coordinator at the Potsdam Public Library and the host for this series. Each month, the Deep Dive Discussion Series will dive deep into a specific topic with roundtable discussions, individual presentations, suggested reading, and more. This month's topic is entrepreneurship. I'm joined today by Fred Hans, Director of Planning and Development for the Village of Potsdam, who is probably one of the first people you need to talk to if you want to start a business in Potsdam. We're talking today about the resources available to small businesses and entrepreneurs who would like to start up in the village of Potsdam and maybe even across St. Lawrence County. So let's talk a little bit about what is available to them, not just about money, but also how things work here. Communities that get involved in economic development work uh, in general I think first and foremost are concerned about having kind of the environment that will support entrepreneurs. So having uh, available parking, uh, good quality uh, roads, sidewalks, water and sewer services, all those things are really important. Um, The other thing that's frankly very, very important is making sure that there are uh, amenities downtown, both for workers and then also for customers. So things like Ives Park in downtown Potsdam which is a great resource, uh, you know, natural resource that, that benefits the downtown. Uh, making sure that all of those, all of those uh, features are available to entrepreneurs is very, very important. Location, location, location. Location, right? location, location. <laughs> the other thing is many of the people that are looking to either expand a small business or start up a small business, especially if they're coming from outside the community, really are basically looking for all the information that they can get about the community. Mm -hmm. So making sure that they have um, up-to-date lists of available space for rent or for sale, Uh, making sure that uh, they have uh, information about the zoning laws and signage laws is critical because if they just launch a business idea without first having checked zoning and planning, they can waste a lot of time and energy and really money. So you want to make sure that those entrepreneurs know that what they're proposing to do is permitted in a particular area. Mm -hmm. With most businesses, it's not a big deal because if they're opening a retail shop or personal service business and they go downtown, that's a permitted use. Mm -hmm. But check. Check before you really commit because it it takes a lot of time and energy to put together applications and, frankly, for the village to review those. And if they're not going anywhere... Uh, we sh- you know we shouldn't waste one another's time. Zoning is really important because it allows people to f- have a f- sense of security that their home is going to still be a, the space that they want it to be, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Zoning is a it's compact between local government and residents in a community or people who purchase business property that the uh, you know that the use of that property is going to be consistent and not impede the value. And not just for a property owner, but for all of the people in the community mm-hmm. as a whole. So zoning and planning is really, really important. And I think it's a good way to get off on the right foot with the locality. Um, one of the things that we try to do in the planning and development office and in the code office as well 
is uh, meet with people very early in the process to, so that they understand what the zoning and planning approvals might look like. Mm-hmm. And um, also that they may need to come in for a building permit. That kind of information very early on in the process, I think, benefits everybody. So we also wanted to talk about technical assistance. What does that entail? Luckily for the small business community, there are a lot of agencies out there that can provide you with technical assistance to start up um, a small business or to expand a small business. Um, Many of the people that go into business, first of all, have no business background, but they have an idea. And they'd like to they'd like to put their toe in the water and and try it. It's a costly proposition, and um, you know information is power. So you want to make sure that that those people that are going to the time and trouble to set up a business really understand what it is that they're getting into. So to that end, Potsdam in particular uh, does a couple of things. Uh, this last May, we held our first small business boot camp for prospective entrepreneurs. And we weren't really looking at at people that specifically were interested in coming to Potsdam, although we'd like them to come here. Uh, but just making sure that they're get their business is getting off on the right foot. So covering things like business formation. You know, do I need to be a Type S corporation or an LLC? Can I get by being a sole proprietor? Um, who are the people that are going to be out there helping me to get this business established? How do I find the right CPA firm, the right attorney, the right web designer? What kinds of financing opportunities are out there? How should I cover marketing? Do I really need a business plan? So we covered those topics in, in our small business boot camp. The other thing that we do is we refer people on a very regular basis to the SUNY Canton Small Business Development Center, which is a, it's an agency financed by the U.S. Small Business Administration that provides free technical support to people who are uh, interested in setting up or expanding a business uh, it's not a one-time deal. Uh, you know, if you go into them for technical assistance and you start up a business, that's a long-term relationship that they'd like to maintain with you. So if you begin to run into issues with your business or you want to expand, you find a need to expand, they're there to help. Nuts and bolts, though, they can provide technical assistance and training to do the the business plan. And whether you're going to a bank or you're going to a government uh, agency for a small business loan or, or a grant, we're all going to want to see a business plan. So that's really critical. So those are the types of technical assistance uh, opportunities that we, that we deliver Mm -hmm. and we encourage people to use. Great. Well, that's, that's very helpful. I mean, I went, I personally went to business school, but I feel like I have no idea where to start. So, uh, you know, it's a great resource to have that kind of information and Mm -hmm. people that are doing it every day and seeing all sorts of different businesses, all those businesses can fit into a little model, mm-hmm. but you just have to know how to do it. So. And the interesting thing, too, is like, especially with groups like the, uh, the SBDC or the Adirondack Economic Development Corporation, they've worked with, with Potsdam business people for years and years and years. So they understand kind of Potsdam's unique business cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, they've seen uh, businesses come and go and a lot of times can give you information about maybe why they didn't succeed um, so it, they're really, really great resources to have. Excellent. And um, what else would you like to talk about today? Well, money, financing. Right? Money, yeah, yeah, money. <laughs> um, the, the, the village of Potsdam, through its lending partner, the Adirondack Economic Development Corporation, provides businesses um, that are 
proposing to locate principally in the village, but in some instances in the town as well, with um, startup financing. And we have two programs that we use. The first is um, a micro-enterprise revolving loan fund. And the micro-enterprise fund can provide up to $25,000 in debt financing to companies that are looking to start up or expand a small business defined as five or fewer employees, including the owner, um, in the village of Potsdam, the town of Potsdam, and the village of Norwood that's within the town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really handy program to use. Uh, it, it can be used for the um, acquisition of inventory, furnishings, fixtures, and equipment, tools and machinery, and working capital. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a very popular program. It's a great feeder program for um, small downtown commercial areas. And many of the retailers that have done business in Potsdam over the years have received microenterprise loans. Um, the program, as I noted, also works in the town outside the village, which is kind of unusual, but it's a holdover from um, many, many years ago. I think this program was, was rolled out in 1995 as a joint town-village program. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's continued almost for, well, better than 20 years anyway, Excellent. making small business loans, um, and it keeps revolving. So every time someone makes a loan payment, that money's rolled into, back into the fund and goes to make more mm-hmm. small business loans. Great. So it's great. The other program that we have is the Potsdam Growth Fund. And the Growth Fund can work with companies uh, with 50 or fewer employees. Um, and we can lend up to $100,000 um, for a lot of those same uh, activities. So, you know, inventory, furnishings, fixtures, equipment, plant, plant equipment, machinery, but also construction, building construction or renovation. How do you see the village helping new entrepreneurs um, and the way that the environment has changed in the last 20 years? It seems like there's new kinds of problems to deal with. There's new kinds of resources that people need that maybe small government is not helping. Are there any of those things that you can think of or um, ways that government, you might see government helping differently in the future? There are, well, first of all, I think, I think, and I can speak for the, for the village of Potsdam, you know, I think we've um, done a pretty decent job keeping up with the times. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you're absolutely right. When this microenterprise revolving loan fund was created years ago, I don't even, even think the internet existed in a meaningful way. Um, and so that's new, the, the whole um, growth of, e- of e-commerce. Um, where, the, where are these programs, and it's not just our program, I think it's most government programs, where they begin to falter a little bit is with um, the products that are being produced and the business collateral. Mm-hmm. So if you're setting up um, an automotive repair garage, you've got real estate, You've got equipment. You've got all kinds of collateral that the village or the county or the state can attach a lien to or can attach a security document. So then in case you go out of business, they stand a reasonably good chance of getting that money back. With a lot of companies, especially software companies and companies that are dealing in the information technology industry, um, they lack that collateral. It's just not there. And they oftentimes lack... Um, any kind of equity investment to, to put into the business. And so, you know, I think that there would be kind of universal agreement that, that the t- 
types of business loans that we may be seeing has changed and, and that we, we all need to work a little bit harder to, to keep up mm-hmm. with technology. Right. That that brings me to another question. Um, a lot of people would like to start a business mm-hmm. and don't have that equity, don't have any money to put down because they have student loans and they have their, mm-hmm. uh, you know, rental property that they need to mm-hmm. pay for um, their apartment or they maybe they have kids as well that they are spending a ton of money for as well. So, so how do you see people managing that kind of thing? One of the things that, um, that loan programs like ours can do um, recognizing that the people that we're working with may not be, um, you know, very wealthy individuals. Mm-hmm. They're people that are really, um, you know, they may be struggling to make ends meet. They may be right out of college, and you're right, have a lot of student loan debt that they've got to that they've got to pay off, and that can that can follow them for quite a while. Um, with all of our programs, we require that the owner bring in at least ten percent of the cost of their project in equity. So for a $25,000 loan, you're talking about $2,500 in cash. And, you know, where you turn to if you, if you don't have that is friends and family, really. That's right. the, best, the best source of it. Um, and we try to be as flexible as we can be. So that, let's say that that cash investment is a real problem, mm-hmm. but you're bringing with you $2,500 worth of tools or $2,500 worth of or $2,500 worth of computer equipment. Um, we can oftentimes count that towards the equity investment mm-hmm. in the business. So we try to be as flexible as we can. The other thing is we provide, we specialize in providing access to capital. We are, in fact, always the lender of last resort. Mm-hmm. So one of the requirements that we have is that the borrower go to a bank and be declined for a business loan. Oh, that's and they could be declined on the basis of lack of 25% equity. Um, lack of business collateral, uh, lack of experience, or for a lot of reasons. Oh, really? Um, and so in looking at those, those people, they have no other resort but to come to, you know, a government agency for a loan. And, you know, we're, we're open, to, open to making sure that they have access to capital so that they can, they can do some, something good for themselves, their family, and then also create wealth within the community. Excellent. Well, any other parting thoughts, ideas for new entrepreneurs or growing businesses? Any words of wisdom? From words you? of wisdom. <laughs> um, take your time. Uh, look carefully before you leap because, you know, you're making a, an investment that can have um, impacts throughout your lifetime, positive and negative. So be very careful, be cautious, and take an educated risk. Excellent. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. This has been Deep Dive Discussions. Deep Dive Discussions podcast is a segment of Audio Podcasts at the Potsdam Public Library in Potsdam, New York. This is your host, Maggie McKenna, Adult Program Coordinator at the Potsdam Library. Join us next month for our Deep Dive Discussions on Diversity.